Hello there, and welcome to Dead Reflections Podcast, Episode 8. How are we doing, fellas? Pretty good, doing pretty good. good. My name's Colby. Caleb. And my name's Josh, a.k.a. Drifter Voyages. How you guys doing? So, yeah. (laughs) This voice. (laughs) I don't know what that was. I was like a... This is Elvira. Oh, fucking Elvira. Yeah, welcome, uh... Elvira's Everyone, welcome be... Elvira. Elvira! Um, yeah. If you weren't here during the live stream on Monday, uh, we introduced her to uh, Josh. and uh, She crosses her legs because she's proper. Proper lady. <laughs> she's a proper lady. Yeah, And, and Josh I, nearly shit himself. I think I did a little. My he underwear, did cry. There were a couple tears. My underwear were stained. It was a, it was a shameful moment in my life. I'm glad I got you that good. <laughs> Dude, you really did. Please go listen to last episode and listen to Caleb's story. This man should write a fucking book. Jesus. Like, real talk, I, I, he had me completely fooled. I completely believed every word, and I thought, I still think that I'm haunted by some crazy doll thing, and why are you staring <laughs> off in the distance right now? I've been waiting for Colin to switch to my camera this whole time. Uh, but, uh, I don't want to now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do it now. So uh, uh, what did we pull last episode? So a couple episodes ago, we pulled Creamer Creek Banshee, mm-hmm. and uh, the doll episode, we pulled Poltergeist. Yeah. I'm doing a Poltergeist story. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, Monday, I explained my uh, my Poltergeist yeah. uh, story that I had. Yeah. Which, which is which is interesting. Your whole like outlook on that is... Yeah, I mean... Want to recap on that a little bit? Yeah, so typically people think of poltergeist as like a a ghost that throws shit across the room and uh, just like manipulates objects and Mm -hmm. has like a a lot of physical touch um but i i mean this is another take that i really like of poltergeist and that's um a poltergeist isn't an actual uh entity or it's it's a person that is controlled by an entity Uh um or the person is the entity themselves. Yeah. <clears throat> and and what I mean in that is that uh, people people who are controlled by these entities, uh, they have normal lives uh-huh. until they their weakness uh, is basically showed, which yeah. can be stress. Um, like depression. Depression. Yeah. Uh, just anger. Yeah. A lot of times it's... it's um, relatively just anger um because i mean most most people attribute poltergeist already to angry spirits yeah and so uh, or aggressive spirits mm-hmm. and so that that makes sense that <clears throat> your energy is causing the the poltergeist itself. yeah and then like and it's the same type of like weird paranormal shit like stuff falling off the shelves yeah people being touched and pushed and whatnot oh, and man. so would you would you would just to kind of like I, I had one question. Would you say that them being like that makes them kind of a beacon for an actual entity to come into their lives? Possibly. I mean, uh, so is that like instead of it being that their energy is projecting and causing the things to happen, I, it's more. I of personally it, don't have any like personal experiences with yeah. a poltergeist human, uh-huh. but. Um, from what I watched on, uh, I believe it was Ghost Encounters, uh, 
Um, the the person itself didn't really um, trigger or target anything, or mm-hmm. like it was just attached to that person. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm not sure. I mean, possible anything's really possible. All, well, all it takes is one one story to be true. So, well. <clears throat> I wish that I could say that my story is going to like elaborate on that, but it's not. But yeah. hey, that's a cool like you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's an I think it's like an I interesting said, take on like it. Like I said, most people see poltergeist as like the thing you see on phasmophobia, and that's and yeah. it's throwing shit. Well, around. we all know phasmophobia is law, so you know, <laughs> it's whatever. But um, yeah, what kind of stories you got? I got my Creamer Creek Banshee story, Ooh. and we we kind of. Briefly, I think touched on it, but yeah, we, we just gave it the Creamer Creek Banshee name randomly. It wasn't a so it's not a banshee, it's not a proper banshee. No, it's it's just Ooh. us trying to put a name to some creepy thing that's probably on the road. It rolls off the tongue nicely. I know I I've heard stories of banshees in other parts of Texas, like where I'm from, Brenham. They there was a story about a banshee. I don't remember the story. That's hmm. why I'm not it, saying it. It, it doesn't have quite a ring as Creamer Creek Cryptid. Yeah, Creamer uh, Creek Banshee and Creamer Creek Cryptid. Sea cell, she both? sells by the seashore. <laughs> anyway, um, those both roll off yeah. the tongue pretty well. Like I will I like say, them. the only the, the, the nearest thing I would attribute mine to is like a skinwalker type thing. Ooh, yeah. I like that. So that'll I be. Like that. There's other, I mean, you know, banshee. Like I thought, I always picture a banshee just being something that screams at people. So, you know, like I'm <laughs> yeah. a banshee. Like if you think about it, on <laughs> the weekends, up. but you know, it's yeah. whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, my story um, is about a person um, who technically died uh-huh. but didn't actually die uh-huh. and uh yeah it's 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 hard to wrap your head around a little bit but Ooh. uh but it's 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 one of those stories it's called how do you prove you're alive so all right we're gonna we start with the big brain one first starting with yeah. the big brain. <laughs> tragic okay. all right well we, first we gotta light the ceremonial candle and uh why don't you tell everyone what you're wearing caleb i'm wearing toof Beartooth shirt, black with purple lettering, and their new font for the newest album. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that album's super fun. I love it. I love I'm it. Uh, wearing a band that's near and dear to my heart, Ghost Inside. Mm. Don't and you have a Ghost Inside tattoo? Yes, I do. Yeah, he's got the, uh, Excuse my urine here. It's on your forearm, right? Excuse me? <laughs> Excuse me? You're really getting into the spirit drinking oh, his own man. piss. I'm gonna, I'm that man drinking piss! <laughs> You can kind of see it. Yeah, yeah. He's got the uh, ghost inside. Um, it's like their symbol, right? Like, Do they have a name yeah. for that? <clears throat> just a logo. It's the ghost inside logo. It's not like like the band Hymn, where it's like the heartogram or mm-hmm. whatever. That's what it kind of reminds me of. Yeah, okay. I mean, there there probably is some meaning to it. Yeah. Just, I mean. Totally. Totally. And <clears throat> I've got uh, band wise, I have the release the captive cap that is one of my new favorite hats. It's green. It's got gold lettering and it's and it's is good. I don't know. I was trying to think of all G Speaking words. Speaking of release um, the captive, we're um, playing a show with them in May. Yay! In May Austin. shows, May showers. Anyway, be sure um, to follow the band page for info on that for show. And I'm also wearing uh, Death Wish coffee, which uh, those guys are pretty fucking cool. I actually posted a little like boomerang of us about to do the podcast and they messaged me and they were like oh that's that's sweet you know like <laughs> do they i don't like the podcast i don't know uh, <laughs> i need to ask them but yeah definitely check out death wish coffee i'm the org that i'm a part of specter esports we're actually sponsored by them so if you uh need a discount 
Use code SPECTRE at checkout. Get your coffee and caffeine needs. Mm, and Death Wish is delicious. It's probably some of them. Like, real talk, even aside from promotional things, Death Wish coffee is probably some of the uh, most delicious coffee I've ever drank. Uh, nice. But, yeah. Yeah. So, are you are you ready? The, for some, the, uh, uh, for some... the merch is done. Hit me with the brain teaser story. Yeah, I'm, 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 I, I want my brain to be tickled. It's not, I mean, it's, it's, <clears throat> it's pretty straightforward, but like this man had the, story, the story itself is just really hard to grasp. Okay. Because, I mean, it involves something that we, nobody knows about, and that's death. Yeah, that's and true. So, nobody knows the answer. <clears throat> now is time for How Do You Prove You're Alive? I've been dead now for almost five weeks. It feels different than you might think. Of course, I'm not really dead. If I were, I wouldn't be able to write this account of what happened to me. But legally, at least, I've been declared dead. Once you're dead... What is the audio thing? Why does it? <laughs> it did it again. Yeah. It went, is it you? Is it because the lighter's close to the the mixing board? Is that what that is? That makes no sense. I don't know. I'm trying to find an explanation. <laughs> All right, ghost. Also, the door locked on us too. <laughs> so that's a thing. That's the second time now that it's happened. Oh man, why? Why whenever we're like alone and like there's no like proof? they're camera shy. I'm oh. telling you. <laughs> Oh my god, we weren't recording any of it, too. Of the door locking? Fuck. Dude, yeah, they're camera shy. They're camera shy. Oh my. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> All right. I've been dead now for almost five weeks. It feels different than you might think. Of course, I'm not really dead. If I were, I wouldn't be able to write this account of what happened to me. But legally, at least, I have been declared dead. Once you're dead, it's surprisingly difficult to prove you're alive. The event that caused my death took place three months ago. I was due to catch the late flight from Williamson County Airport to St. Louis. Since leaving the Army, I've worked as an insurance claims investigator, and so my work takes me all over the U.S. I take upwards of 250 flights per year, so I end up in my fair share of tiny regional airports. Williamson is small, but not the smallest I've been through. I got to the airport at 6 o'clock in plenty of time for the 9.45 flight. I grabbed a sandwich at the restaurant, made some calls, and caught up on some admins. The airport was quiet, but there were enough people around to make what happened seem all all the stranger. An announcement was made that my flight was delayed, a technical problem to blame. The stranger, no stranger to delays, I just pulled out my Kindle and started on my latest book. I must have drifted off. Excuse me, sir. What? I was startled into alertness. A very heavily made-up flight attendant stood over me, her overpowering perfume sweet, sticky, and cloying. I'm sorry to trouble you, sir, but we're about to board the St. Louis flight. Great, thanks. I looked around. Everyone else must have been already on the plane. The airport was deserted. Lights off and shutters down. A ghost town. My watch told me it was 11.53, a lot later than I expected. 
When I boarded the flight, it was empty. Completely empty. I've been on plenty of flights with just one or two other passengers before, but never a whole plane to myself. Ever officious, the flight attendant showed me to my seat despite the obvious fact that I could sit anywhere. And it wouldn't matter. I hurriedly stowed my jacket and laptop case in the overhead compartment. She went through the fares of her safety demo whilst I had my head down reading my book. Takeoff was smooth, but as we reached a certain altitude, I felt the familiar buildup of pressure in my ear and swallowed. Everyone knows the sensation of their ears popping. This was at once the same and yet completely different. The words were clear, but the voice was insubstantial. A whisper. I turned around in the direction of the voice, expecting to see the flight attendant behind me. She wasn't there. I leaned into the aisle, and I could see her at the front of the plane. It was only six rows back, so I guess I could have heard her from, voice from here. I was just so sure it came from behind me. I passed it off as some trick of the acoustics, my own heartbeat seeming to echo around the empty plane. But when I looked up, the seatbelt sign wasn't on. I shrugged and went back to my book. Cruising was uneventful. The background hum of the air conditioning combined with my own tiredness and the subtle cabin lighting gave a sleepy, dreamlike quality to the flight. As we began to descend, my ears popped again. Excuse me, miss, what's happening? This shit is so creepy, dude. <laughs> a man's voice this time. Again, clear, but an ethereal whisper. The situation was beginning to feel very weird. I could see that there was no one else on the plane. It's nothing to worry about, sir. Excuse me. Cut. And... The plane had indeed begun to shake a little as the plane began its descent through the clouds. The voices gained substance. Others joined in. They were noisy now and nervous. If everyone can please remain calm and seated. The flight attendant spoke loudly trying to talk over the rising cacophony of panicked questions. The whispers turned to screams and weeping pleas. Behind me I could hear a fury's prayer begging a merciless, unhearing God not to let his faithful servant die so young, a life of promise, unfulfilled. A mother wept as she tried to calm her crying baby, her soothing words unable to mask the terror in her voice. The pitch and intensity rose as the plane descended, the noise a maelstrom of completing sounds. The wheels touched down and the voices quieted. I was hyperventilating, fingers digging painfully into the armrest. My brow was slick with sweat. I hurried off the plane through the deserted airport, eventually slumping into my bed for the, for my, in my nameless, faceless hotel room. Lying there in the still and quiet darkness, I rationalized it away. A panic attack, some one-off hit of anxiety about a landing I made dozens of times each month. I managed to convince myself and I succumbed to the fatigue and slept. In my dreams I could hear moans of pain and anguish. 
then silence. The morning brought a sense of normality. I got in the elevator down to breakfast. What the hell was that? I don't know. <laughs> Did my, you hear my that? My phone's in my lap. Yeah, so is mine. That was a phone buzz, wasn't it? No, it was like... Yeah, it was like... I heard, Yo. I heard the static stuff, but then I heard... Like a phone buzzing. Oh, that might have been my phone. Guys, we were having some weird technical issues that have never been a problem. My phone didn't go off. Did you, in no, yours? I didn't. didn't. Is yours? Did you get anything? What the fuck, man? <laughs> I'm gonna ignore it. <clears throat> That's the smart thing to do. Oh boy. <clears throat> the morning brought a sense of normality. I got in the elevator down to breakfast. I whipped around the faint whisper. I hate that voice. Already knowing no one was in the elevator with me. As I drove to my next appointment, I heard the news about the crash on the radio in my rental car. A Cape Air flight, the morning plane from Williamson County to St. Louis. There were no survivors from the 27 passengers on board. The ghostly voice sounded like it came from the seat behind me, not the radio. I checked the rearview mirror, nothing, but I wanted to be sure. I almost veered off the road, straining over my shoulder to look around the rear of the car. It was when I got back to St. Louis Airport that, that night that I realized I had lost my passport. I didn't need it for the internal flight as my driving license would suffice, but it was a pain to have lost it. When I got home the next day, I called the St. Louis Hotel. They were sorry, but no passport had been found by housekeeping. I had showed it to the board. I showed it to board the Williamson flight, so the only other possibility was that I left it on the plane. Hello. The phone connected. Hello. I think I may have left my passport on board a flight I took two days ago. What? I'm just transferring you to transferring you to our lost property department, sir. The man repeated. Hello, Cape Air Lost Property. How can I help you today? Hello, my name is Captain Lionel Sinclair. I think I may have lost my passport on one of your flights two days ago. Okay, sir. Which flight was that? The 9:45 from Williamson to St. Louis. Flight number nine kilo. One 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 four. Come and join us. Pardon? I'm just checking our database now, sir. There was a long pause. I could hear the keyboard tapping. Sir, could you please confirm the date of your flight again, please? Wednesday, 21st March, 945 flight, Williamson to St. Louis, flight number 9, kilo 1114, I repeated. I'm sorry, sir. Could you please hold? So cold here. You were so warm. 
Hello, is this... Is this Mr. Sinclair? A new voice asked. Captain Sinclair, I corrected impatiently. I'm so sorry, Captain Sinclair. Can I please just check the details of the flight you think you lost your passport on? Of course, I said, barely trying to hold... Hide my frustration while I repeated the details. Captain Sinclair, I'm afraid that flight was cancelled on March 21st due to a technical fault with the plane. It's not possible you were on that flight. Could it have been another day? You should have been with us. I'm not mistaking. I took that flight. I'm looking at my boarding card stub right now. I have a receipt from the restaurant in the Williamson Airport and a receipt from the hotel I stayed in St. Louis that same night. That wouldn't be possible unless I took that flight. Unsettled and on edge from the last few days, I was losing my temper with this woman. Sir, the evening flight was canceled, and the plane that was due to make that flight was involved in a crash the next morning. You may have heard about it on the news. You couldn't have been on that flight. The call ended after more confusion and flared tempers. The police called to my home that same day. They came expecting to explain to my wife that, unfortunately, I was registered as a passenger on the flight, that the burnt remains of my passport were found at the crash, and that the only unidentified remains from the 27 passengers on board were likely to be mine. Imagine their surprise when they saw I was at home, safe and sound. The whispering voice told me while the officers spoke to my wife and I. Thus, confusion about my status as living or dead began. Dental records of the unidentified victim were a match to mine. While I still have my driver's license, the picture is an old one, and in the police's view, proved nothing. Security camera footage from the airport is no help. I can be clearly seen entering the airport however when the announcement about the flight cancellation happens there's no clear footage of me leaving the airport i have made various trips to the local police station and was asked to send my ticket stub to cape air for verification they are baffled the stub is real enough but they insist the flight never took off seven weeks into the mess a dna test was authorized my dna was on the file due to a program I was in during my time in the army. I was hoping matters would be cleared up quickly. Unfortunately, it was a catastrophic outcome. Both my own and the unidentified body's DNA are matched to my DNA on military record. My own DNA, a 95% match, and the cadavers, a 99% match. Because of this DNA evidence on Tuesday 15th May 2018 I was declared legally dead and the police immediately opened an investigation into my true identity the living me that is since being declared dead the voices have become clearer more frequent and their tone has changed It's so cold. I laugh a lot 
laugh to keep me from crying, keep me sane. The world thinks I'm dead, and there are voices in my head. My wife has started to look at me strangely. I can see the doubt behind her eyes. It's gone beyond voices now. I see glimpses and shadows and reflections and mirrors, terrible things, burnt and broken and shivering with cold. Several things trouble me beyond my own sanity. Who is the mysterious charred corpse that has a better genetic claim to my identity, identity than I do? What do I need to prove I am alive and who I say I am? The things that trouble me most, though, is my status as one of the dead. If someone who is legally dead is killed, no crime can be committed or even investigated. Oh, shit. The voices keep telling me they intend to come and claim me soon. Bro. Dude. Okay, so I have to say that the planned out like sound bits like you fucking nailed that shit that's Thanks. crazy i worked you, hard on those you made all of those yeah. like, that is fucking nuts like majority of them are me whispering i had caleb whispering a couple i did one <laughs> yeah well, you yeah, did two. dude either way either way uh, like two. either way yeah. that was... i know you did you did this one yeah, mm. yeah, that's me. <laughs> I could totally hear that's you now that it's like without all the music yeah. and stuff. But dude, that was there's that a, was sick. A, a that's a good ass story. A, unpack on that one, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm actually happy that something happened, nah. and 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 like made it to where we had to listen to it again. Like not all of it, but you know most. You got of it. the details. Yeah, because I was able to concentrate more on what you were saying instead of just being lost in the moment. And that's a fucking crazy story. And and real talk. He has a very valid point. Right. Like, yeah. like it, he's no longer, like, he can basically do what he wants. Yeah. Because he's no longer, like, And someone could just, act, like, ex-nay him from fucking existence, and they wouldn't get in trouble because technically he's yeah. dead. And the fact that the the body that they found has a, has more of a DNA. Yeah, that, that, that's, my, that's my favorite part of the story. That's fucking nuts. <laughs> like, yeah. what does that even mean? So, to me, I think it's, like parallel universe type of type of but deal. it was like a parallel lost. universe where he they both of the planes crashed in each universe but no 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 so his plane landed that's right because he, he has just, the memory he of it heard all of the the sounds in the from air. the crash yeah and dude you know what's another thing that kind of struck struck me as weird and i don't know if struck this is you? yeah struck me <laughs> and i don't know if this is normal but him being on a flight pretty much all by himself yeah, yeah is that's that a very thing weird. I've never had that happen. Like, because isn't it like I mean, they got to sell that, enough that tickets usually, to pay for the gas, right? That like, usually only happens on private flights. Oh, and, it, and that was a private so, flight? No. Who is, our, who is our main character? Do we learn what his job was? He was so, a captain, right? So, yeah, he was. Yeah, I heard captain, he, but is he a pilot? He was. Pilot? Uh, <clears throat> he, worked, he worked for a government agency. Okay, so the, this is what I was thinking. If it's a government agency, then it's a government cover-up. He did yeah. something. That, he knows something they don't Possibly, want them to know. Yeah. That's yeah. where my brain was going. It kind of reminds me of uh, the uh, the TV show that's out right now about the the airplane that went through a wormhole. And I'm then not, they, and then they, 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 so the airplane went through a wormhole, and then they come back out of it like five years later. Oh, wait, my bad. 
I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, and like, uh, and that's what it is. Like a lot of government, like, is like, no, mm-hmm. like. That, <laughs> so he doesn't work for government. Uh, uh, okay. He he was in the army, uh-huh. um, oh. but he's not anymore. He works for insurance. Okay, still uh, army. Yeah, maybe, maybe th- that's why he said the something. kilo. Like he was yeah, saying K. Yeah, yeah okay. Because I, I mean, it. he's used to military talk. Yeah. Yeah, the, that makes the, sense. the original story is in military time, and I and, and that also makes to... sense why he was so adamant. He's like, I'm a captain. Like, you need to fucking reference yeah. me, like by yeah. what I am, because he worked hard for that. You know. You yeah. Know. Also, by the way, you know, big thank you to anybody who is in the military yeah. that's listening to us. You know, mad respect on that, <clears throat> dude. That was a good ass story. That was a good one, dude. And I just think it's crazy how all this shit has gone down. It's like it's like this episode is not meant to fucking be. <laughs> yeah. Like, do, do we want to recap? On yeah, what so the door was locked. That well, didn't okay, happen. To start off, we yeah. were, he, Colby was telling the intro of his story, and then oh, Josh was like, like pointing at the TV. We have a monitor here, yeah. And he was, and I was like, what? I thought you were seeing something like yeah. move or whatever. But on the corner of our TV, uh, there's a little thing that says start recording, stop recording. Yeah. And if we were recording, it would say stop, but yeah. it did not. So yeah. that means we were not recording. Yeah. And, and it's highlighted black. Yeah. So. And, and, and we got the... Plus like, there's a little red and, dot at the bottom. Yeah, we <laughs> got true, the yeah. intro and everything, but then as soon as he started his story, it completely yeah. it cut out. And was, we, we don't know if that we, was a button push or if that was like on us or if that was something else. As soon as we realized, we're like, okay, do you want to take a break? And yeah. Like, and like, let's chill out for a little bit. And then I get up to go to the door and y'all are talking. Y'all are still, still at the table. And then I turn, I try to turn the doorknob and it's locked. And I say, hey guys, <laughs> what do you lock the door? <laughs> and normally that wouldn't be weird, but yeah. this is the second time that's happened. Second time. Yep. Yeah. Second time. It didn't happen to me the first time. I wasn't here, but this time it, I was here. Yeah. And, and then, then the audio stuff. So audio yeah. is a whole other thing. A little buzzing and crackling and stuff. I don't know what that is. It's <laughs> happened three times, but we did get no, it. No, it's been happening a lot. Yeah. It's oh. been happening like off and on. Not, not the towards the tail end of this story, but the... So I will I will say the the skeptic in me. Uh, oh yeah, there's so many things. It could be a well, cable. I, it could be a, the skeptic in me. Uh, I will say my phone was here yeah. and I put it in my pocket and it hasn't done okay. it since. So that's it. that's what it was. That's what it was right there. Um, and the other, the other weird thing was you heard something behind the curtain. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we brushed we were, that one off real quick. Yeah, we were like, no, nah, that's not real. So as, <laughs> as soon as we realized that we weren't recording, we we're like, all right, let's take a break and restart. And the door was locked. And the door was locked. And uh, Josh had like grabbed the mouse to um, do something on the computer, and he put it down on the on the table right in front of me. And Caleb's at the door, so there's the other two people in this room are on this side, and I hear a, <laughs> I hear something just. Little tiny noise come from there, and I because I have my headphones on, I, I hypersense yeah. <laughs> hearing. And you were like, What was that? And we're like, What? A lot of spook, a yeah. lot of spook, a lot, of, lot of little things. What did you on. say? You were like, Don't leave me in here by myself. <laughs> yeah, we were both ready to bounce. <laughs> so, so all of, the, all of this happened once Elvira's on the table, too. This is true, Elvira's oh, now out and on the table. I'm trying not to think about her. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Don't bring... Okay, you're like, they're still crossed. For a second, look, I thought they weren't. And I was like, did you fucking move there. her or what? Nice fucking, little look at Look at that. Look at, uh, oh, by the way, yeah. speaking of dolls. All right. Just for my own sanity's sake, Robert, I apologize if you didn't want me to use your story last episode. Thank you if you were cool with it or not. But... 
yeah, I just had to get that out there because <laughs> we listened to our buddies or I listened to our buddies in Dark Hour podcast and they just did a doll episode and they fucking made sure to ask permission and say thank you. And I didn't. And hearing our friends like <laughs> make yeah. sure to say so brought it all to the forefront into reality. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, <clears throat> I got to make sure that on, I do this. On that note, Robert, you a bitch. Fuck you. Dang. You want to state your name? All right, hey, Robert. My, name, my name's Colby. <laughs> Robert, we are not Last affiliated. Uh, you know, Make sure you like, know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Don't. I mean, you can do whatever you want to them, but I'm saying fuck you, you a bitch. Mad disrespect. I'm totally going to delete that. And not put it in there. Like, that scares it me. It doesn't have to be through media. It's just that he said it in the existence. Oh, yeah. His oh, brain knows who's, who he's talking oh, to. Robert so. knows. So, yeah, Robert knows. He knows. That's not very cool. Alvaro, oh, I told fuck. him. Alvaro, go <laughs> listen to episode, episode, what, seven? Because yeah. we're on episode eight. Don't move. Yeah, uh, audio listeners, we're talking about um, a nice little rag doll that Caleb and I uh, introduced to Josh in the last episode. Yeah, there was a whole story behind <clears throat> it. Please go listen to it. It's insane. And yeah, and you and can hear me literally freaking like shit my pants. Better yet, go to YouTube <laughs> so you can see what this oh, doll yeah. looks like. <laughs> see it's, the fear in his eyes. Jesus oh my god, dude, I was so fucking scared. I almost cried like <laughs> twice because I was like, oh, this can't be happening right now. That was a good one, I will say. All right, are we ready for a creamer? Cream yes, Banshee let's tail? go for it. I am very interested because I drive on this road all the time. You do drive on this road, all and the time. I have to go home on this road. <laughs> Crazy so. thing, I live on this road. Oh, <laughs> I gotta like oh deal God. with it. All right. Okay, so the Creamer Creek Banshee. This encounter happened while I was going to college on campus in Schulenburg. I had a friend that lived on the opposite side of LaGrange, and he didn't drive. Every now and then, that friend, Dalton, needed a ride, and I had no problem with offering. Got to hang out for, with him for a bit, and he'd give me a little bit of gas money after. Most of our trips were normal, listening to music, talking about the few classes we had together, and whatever else might come up along the way. However, there were a few times we saw something. Someone. The first time, the first time I remember seeing this person was in the middle of the week. Since our junior college didn't have classes on Fridays, this had to have been on a Tuesday or Wednesday. Regardless of the day, we were driving down Highway 77. Since this is out in the country, we don't see too many homeless people or anyone on the side of the road for that matter. It's hard to tell from the road, but I'd say he's about Dalton's height, something like six foot. Dressed in tattered clothes, blue jeans with stains and holes, a dingy white undershirt, and a light blue and gray unbuttoned flannel. He had semi-long hair, but it was thinning. This was an older man, after all. He was on the other side of the road, facing away from us, not walking. Both Dalton and I saw him. Nothing paranormal about the guy on the road. He didn't look in the best shape, so who knows. Maybe he was in a rough spot, and luck wasn't on his side. After about 25 minutes or so, I dropped my friend off, then made my way home, thinking of nothing of the man that we saw. The next day was humid. One of those days where it was hot, raining, off and on throughout the day. The air was thick and sticky, and the stress of giving a speech for a grade was on my mind. At the end of the school day, Dalton needed a ride again, so after our classes, we threw our bags in the back seat of my car and made our way to his house. With the rain coming down pretty hard, we were driving slower than the posted 70, mindful of the pockets of water and the uneven road and the other drivers that seem to forget how to drive when it starts raining. Only a little farther down the road than the first time, the same older man. 
on the side of the road, once again on the opposite side, but this time facing us. It was pouring though, and he wasn't moving. Same clothes, but now he's drenched and his hair is soaked. No expression, just standing there. Only a few miles or so from where he was standing yesterday. We both acknowledged him and kind of thought, poor guy, feeling sympathetic for him, but once again we moved on, dropped Dalton off, and I made my way home. The weekend went by, and again, I didn't really think about this man at all. We live in a fairly small town, and we know most everybody here, but every now and then we get drifters. People find a place to stay, try to make some money, and move on to the next town or city. It doesn't happen often, but it does happen. Classes picked back up, and Dalton wouldn't need a ride for another few days. None of those days did I see the man again. You can call it overthinking or coincidence or whatever, but I did notice that when I was with my friend, we saw this guy. When I was driving alone, I did not. So with that in the back of my mind, Dalton asking for a ride home made me extra alert while on the drive to his house, keeping an eye out for this mysterious man. We made it to my friend's house. He handed me a $10 bill and thanked me for the ride. Parted ways and all I could think was nothing happened. No weird occurrences, no bad feelings, no man. I drove home thinking about how silly it was to think that any of this was connected or how this guy, down on his luck, was probably just trying to survive, get some food in his belly and money in his pocket and move on. I pushed my blinker down, left, onto Creamer Creek. I only drive a couple feet before my heart sinks. There he is, on my road, standing there. <laughs> the same clothes, not walking, just standing there, looking straight across to the other side of the road. He's just a homeless guy making his way through town. He hasn't done anything to show that he's unstable or crazy or anything like that. It's just weird is all. Nothing more to it. Why, why was he on my road? There's nothing here for anyone like that. No stores or office buildings or construction sites. It's nothing. What is he doing on my road? I got home and spent the next few hours peeking out the window or listening for my dogs to start barking at someone. They do it to people who bike down the road all the time. I just kept waiting to see this guy walk by my house, or worst case, a maniac standing outside my window. I doubt that would happen unnoticed though. My dogs would have a barking frenzy if someone came, walked down our driveway, all the way down to the house. Nothing happened. He didn't walk by, the dogs were quiet, and the night winded down. And that was that. Next morning was a Friday. I know this because I don't have class on Friday, but I did have to make a trip to campus because this book that was coming in a book that I'd been waiting for finally came in. The school had given me a call to let me know it was available for pickup. Right before I got in the car, I put an Amazon order in for a new planner. I was really trying to get my school situation back on track. I drove down my road, came to one of the small bridges that ran over a creek, and as I passed the railing in the ditch, a person. I could only see the lower half of them as I drove by ever so slowly. Jeans with holes some kind of a white dirty shirt what he's dead is this guy getting closer to my house is, it, is he dead is he napping what, what what's going on i didn't care to turn around and get out and check on him i just went to my campus i got my books turned around to come right back home as i got back on my street i started to think of what i should do if this guy is still laying there i had 911 pulled up on my phone ready to call if i needed to Turned the dial on my radio all the way down to zero, slowly made my way back to wherever this person was laying, about an hour ago. No one. 
You want me to fix that real quick? <laughs> yeah, I heard it. <laughs> Give me creeps now that I'm thinking about it. Alright. No one. I sigh a little bit of relief and just try to stop thinking about it when I see him for the last time. About a quarter of a mile away from my house, the same man, standing there, gazing into the distance. I get home, lock the doors, again continuously check the window, listening for barking, absolutely nothing. Fast forward a few days now. It's Monday. I drop Dalton off, no sign of this man on the road, on the road to Dalton's house, or on the road to mine. He was finally gone and I could feel a weight being lifted, like I was no longer needing to worry about this guy. The night went on, it got fairly late, something like 10 p.m., when I remembered that order that I put in on Amazon. And it was here, delivered to mailbox, my phone said. My new planner was here. I put on my slides and I make my way outside to the mailbox. Dogs were tired, they stayed at the house instead of getting excited and making the walk with me. I get to the mailbox. Slight bend in the metal and rust make it creak as the door flap opens and I grab my new planner in its Amazon package. Turn around to face my house when I hear an older man, sounds like he was trying to get my attention, say, Hey. <laughs> and I ran home. No fucking way that happened. We will be right back after this brief sponsor break. Bro, I would have come unglued i don't know if i would have turned around and hit him i don't know if i would have just ran like you did i don't know i, I don't know if i would have just broke down crying <laughs> but like that really happened dude <laughs> so no i can tell you're like uncomfortable yeah it's, like, a, it's a creepy story <laughs> fuck so I, I told josh before or while we were sitting outside that there is a little bit of dramatization yeah. in this yeah. so for the story to sound better i made it I made my in my mind. I grabbed the thing. I turn around, and then he is his his voice is emitting from where I was just looking. That didn't happen. I heard something down the road. I, heard, I thought uh. I heard someone down the road go, "Hey," and you were like, "Nope." Yeah. And then you Which, were fucking out. Is, I don't this, remember that part. Yeah, that's cr- oh Jesus. <laughs> he might as well have been right fucking next. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't that's matter. Still- so uh, in my mind, I picked whatever what, what I thought was creepier in the moment. Yeah, but regardless. I don't know much about skinwalkers, but I believe that is one of the things is where like they try to emulate voices to yeah. try to get attention. Yeah, like uh, I've read, I've heard and read stories of them doing projection where it, they make their voice sound like it's over here, but they're really behind you mm. or like uh, somewhere else. Like it, they're the, not I, coming. The they're thing not that, I, the that bothers me most about this dude is I didn't see him move. Like, yeah, I can remember that never moving, never walking. So oh, you saw this shit. man laying down in the fucking ditch. So, like, yes. Dude, that, like, that bothered me so much because I was like, okay, is there like a construction site nearby? Maybe he's working to a worker taking a break or something yeah, like that. Yeah, just laying down in the So dish. if he yeah. took a form of a skinwalker, he like that was even more proof that he couldn't he couldn't actually like move because he like yeah, he took, couldn't. The, took yeah. the form of something and like just stood there. was stuck. Yeah. He was just trying to like so, blend and in. There was one there's there's a little bit of a tweaking. So what actually happened, um, on the last time that I saw him, uh-huh. uh, when I said I was, I didn't see him in the ditch, yeah. but I saw him further down the road, uh-huh. is he was uh, sitting this time on the last time, but I didn't like the, the change in story, but he was sitting crisscrossed 
uh, in the shade of a tree. Yeah. That's still creepy as and shit. And it was like, like, right. Like, I can't explain to you how close this was. <laughs> Dude, no one. So, when we were outside earlier, you thought you heard like yeah, a male well, voice laughing. I thought I heard a dude laughing. And you were like, and I was like you were mm, like, Whoa, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got freaked out. Yeah. Oh, man, yeah, so, I don't blame you because we're out in the middle of fucking nowhere. There's no reason for somebody to just every couple of days be just there. Yeah. And I thought about, ta- uh, I mentioned this too. I thought about ta- uh, calling Dalton to see if he yeah. remembered this dude, but he only. Excuse me. He only saw the, the, the two instances of him on the road. The first time that we saw him, and then in the rain, which that was a whole other thing. Yeah, um, <laughs> just chilling in the rain. Like, what are you doing, bro? It was the weirdest thing. So I, again, it's it's tweaked for dramatic effect. But yeah. from where where we saw him, we were on seventy seven. We were past Hosting. Yeah. And uh, where he was was not on the road. He was up on a hill. Yeah. This is this is but he was okay so he was on the other side wait, of somebody's wait, 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 property. Is it, by the, is it by that church? Was he by the cemetery? No, no, no. Okay. okay. No, um 77 before you turn on this way. You're thinking yeah. of 609. Oh, okay. So like if you were to take oh, 77 so all the way. Oh, still on 77. Still okay. on the still on the main but road. But he was just up it. on a hill somewhere. He was on a hill. I remember it because he was on a hill next to a uh like a post, like a like a telephone pole. And just like standing arms to the side looking straight across to the other side of the road. And it was like a fleeting glance. Like, I was like, do you see that dude? Is that the same dude? And he was like, no way. And I don't, again, I don't know much about Skinwalker things, but I want to say, like, it was weird, the movement. Why did it take him a day to only make it that far? Yeah. Or, or why did it? Like, I don't like, know. Like, you know, you, you keep why, bringing why up, Why did like, he stick around? You keep bringing up, like, construction. In the same, like, people, people don't understand, like... It's there's, hard to there's write. There's nothing in. around here. Exactly. Like, Specifically houses, my road. It. Yeah, it's yeah. just houses and they're like, all like it, far back away like, from the road. Even, even like, there's no there's no bar like no. out well, here. Even, there's even, a church. That's it. That's far away too. That's yeah. like like that's even the construction thing, it doesn't make sense because he would be like he he gradually moved towards you. So this like is the, the thing construction too. doesn't move. Like I didn't know. know how to write it out, but so the, the the order of that we saw him. First on the road close to Schulenburg, close to Swiss Alp. The second time was past hosting, past my house. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't put a guesstimate on where. I'd have to drive and like just keep an eye on the left side of the road and like see where a hill is and a post. Yeah, past hosting. So that was the second encounter. The third time he would have had to gone back to hosting, over and onto my road. Yeah, yeah. If this is somebody walking. Yeah. Because the only other option is to go further down. We have a small cutoff. You go there. Yeah. And you go all the way down. It's it's so, it's it's so like much sense. travel. Yeah. Yeah. The only normalcy that could come out of this is that it's a dude that lives around here and he's just fucking chilling. I've never but seen that's this That's the only again. normal thing. And again. But that, even, even then, that's weird. If he lived around here, why is he to, sleeping in the fucking ditch? Yeah. That, that, that might have been the worst one. Because I remember... Oh, so I don't know what I would have thought, like, seeing so that. I, I immediately went, there's no construction, but I was like, oh, it's probably a worker. Yeah, you write <laughs> it off like you always yeah. do. I was like, it's probably a dude that's, like, taking a, taking his lunch break or something. I, I don't know, I don't know. And maybe some dude had, like, Just a... Standing still by a yeah. telephone pole. But, so, like, it's it's if you go to the right this way, there's two bridges. One is a, a deeper bridge uh, because yeah. the, the river is there, and then the other one's more shallow. It's in between those two, and it just slopes off into, mm-hmm. uh, like, a probably five foot little ditch and yeah i could only see the lower half of this person same it looked like the same clothes uh, yeah what if that was his skin body and he shed it and he was out running around you know 
Yeah. Fuck. And that's where he ditches it is over there. It's possible. I have no and idea. And maybe it maybe it got washed up so, like, to where the, you could see it. The weirdest the, rain and the weirdest stuff. like skinwalker like video that I've seen is uh this dude outside of a uh, a barn of his or like mm-hmm. his family or something. And like there's just in the middle of a cornfield <laughs> and there's just a barn and like a little bit of like a uh, surrounding area where mm-hmm. you can walk around and uh it's like very dilapidated dilapidated like yeah. they don't use the barn for anything and he hears like hey i'm in here oh fuck you like two or three times says it the same exact way hey uh. Like, I'm in here. same tone, same yeah. volume. Like, that's yeah. a recording. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah, that, dude. I, can't, I don't think I'll ever forget the, 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 the tone. Like, I can't do it myself, but it was very much so like, like he was, like, trying to, like, a concerning, hey, like, hey. Like, he was, yeah. Yeah. like, worried hey. about something. Yeah. Like, he was in trouble almost. Yeah. yeah, and that's what makes you want to be like, what's wrong? Like, yeah. and, like, let but me help you. I, and will, then... I, I, I took the thing out of the mailbox. I, it wasn't a planner. I wrote that for the story. Uh-huh. I don't know why I chose to go with the mailbox this late. It was it was very late for no reason. It's yeah. pitch black, and I was like, I'm going to go get the mail. And, <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't want to put that, like, I just yeah. randomly <laughs> wanted to go get the mail at, like, yeah. 10 o'clock at I, night. I probably did order something, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah. But, yeah, I, um, I walked and uh, got whatever it was from the mail, and I had made it, like, right past the threshold of the gate when I heard it off to my, I know it was on my left, that side of the road. Your, your mailbox it, is fucked too because it's across the road. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. gotta, you gotta <laughs> and it travel. Was, it was immediate, like fight or flight, and I just ran. Like, dude, I heard I it, and I was like, "Gone." No, I don't fucking <laughs> yeah. blame you, dude. Fucking slides came I, off. <laughs> I know, I know. With your road, I like, like I told you all this before. It's like even before we started doing, you know, the band stuff and everything. The first time I was on this road, it felt fucking weird, and that was on the opposite side. Yeah, that, like actual, like driving down it from. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what road that comes off of, but fresh off, yeah, yeah. fresh off country club, and area. it's just it just has this uh, a vibe to it. A vibe. I feel this is weird because I've never been there, but like, do you ever like hear stories about like haunted houses and stuff, and you can like almost picture the feeling that you would feel if you were in that area, like Amityville, the Amityville house. Like okay. you would be like, uh, yeah. okay, I would walk in there and it would feel heavy feel or weight, yeah. yeah, or whatever. Yeah, that's the that's the vibe that I get. Every time I drive down that road, I literally drive, I turn and get on it and I take a deep breath and I'm like, all right. And then I just keep going. And I always think, I always think it's like, I know there's a lot of deer or something and you know, I'm just being extra hyper aware, but it's like, fucking donkeys. I was hyper aware about it before (laughs) I even knew that the deer were a fucking problem on this road. You know, like I just, I knew that there was always something that I needed to look out for. That was another little detail I wrote in there is that the dogs didn't want to go with me to the to the mailbox. I, I was very brief, and I didn't know if y'all caught it. Oh no, I didn't. Yeah, they they stayed at the house. Like they didn't walk up to the mailbox. Oh, see, dogs. Weird. That, like, it's really weird. weird. Pet yeah. animals. They can sense that shit, dude. Yeah, they can sense. But that I didn't shit. think it. I was like, maybe they're like, tired. I don't know. This yeah. Was, when how, how long long ago was this? I was in college, so it, Alvin was here. Okay. I don't know if yeah, Alvin was. would have for sure followed you. Yeah, yeah. He, he was he was a little bit of a puppy at the time but too. Still, so like, like, like even more so, he'd be like right next to me. You know? Yeah, which yeah. is crazy. He's glued to your fucking hip constantly. Yeah. Like, man, that's nuts. Yeah, no. So my my encounter on this road, uh, it it could have been just something as simple as a an owl because we have seen an owl around here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was basically so there's a 
huge hill right before uh, Caleb's property. <clears throat> and I had just gotten to the top of that hill heading towards back to town. And uh, I, so, and there also is uh, trees overhanging mm-hmm. on the road like that, that kind of form. Yeah. Uh, but I, I know the spot yeah. where it happened. No trees. <clears throat> there's, there's like trees overhanging on top of the, the top of the hill. And then there's a break and then there's like one tree yeah. Yeah, down further. Down, yeah. It was in between there with no trees. And, uh, I'm, I'm just driving and I'm like probably like changing the song on my phone or something. And I see just the biggest white object out of my top right, like corner of my eye, just zoom over my truck. Oh, it flew towards you. Yeah, it, like it just oh, like behind and went shit. behind me. And like normally, I would if it was like a tree or a post or a sign, because there is like there's a, a go slow sign. Yeah. Um, over there, but I would have I would have seen it pass through my passenger door. Uh-huh. I just saw this thing go over my truck. So so is this is this the that way? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. going towards town. And it's it's right when you leave his driveway and you go So you get up the hill <laughs> and right there. Yeah. Yeah. I have another one where I'm mine, coming down the hill. Mine was okay, you know where the hill like where it opens up? Okay, so I would left your driveway. I have an owl situation too. Mine is but too. mine flew right in front of my car and flew like it was like going with my speed. Yeah. That's what happened to me. Yeah. And it was right there. Like it was literally like right where the clearing was. <laughs> it probably was. lives in mine, one of those. Yeah, mine was as as soon trees. as I breached the top of the like I was coming down towards my house and yeah, he like matched my speed with the like because I You know, apparently the apparently there that's are a, a lot of barns up there. There's too, a lot of lore so behind be, that. Yeah. Actually I don't yeah. want to know it. <laughs> well, it's it's good lore. Like they say it. that it's that they're guardians. Like it's like a guardian oh, okay. angel kind of thing. Like uh, it's very weird. Yeah, there is also they they do it with owls and hawks. We got because, a lot of hawks. Yeah, because they both well they're both animals that you know dive and hunt on the ground yeah. you know or whatever. Uh, and they always say that uh, like it's like a thing like if it flies and then it doesn't you know go on the ground like that means that it was a spirit like trying to like you know just. Mm-hmm. Be in your presence. It's kind of like the cardinal thing too. Yeah. You ever heard of the cardinal? Yeah, yeah, I know that. I'm familiar yeah. with that one. The loved ones. What about vultures? Vultures just represent death. Yeah. Ah. We do have a lot of vultures on yeah. this road. We do have a lot of vultures just everywhere. Oh. I need to tell my um, my crow story. No, my vulture story. <gasps> my uh, God, what is it called? Uh, I can't think of the name right oh, now. That app. Yeah. Oh the Fuck. yeah I can't I don't know That's basically how... basically you uh, you think of oh. an intention and it gives you a coordinate yeah and you go to that coordinate and oh, what uh, is it called I can't fuck. think of it <laughs> well it'll come to us yeah, yeah. To Here, us. I got a question for y'all real quick What's do y'all that? ever get in the car and you're like I need to be really careful like I like I feel like something's wrong like yeah I, I do I get, I get that like a lot. that sometimes like I that's that always one of those situations where I instantly check my back seat. Oh, it's not even that. I'm like, I'm scared I'm going to get in an accident today. Like, I need to be extra oh, careful yeah. of, like, my surroundings and stuff like that. I mean, about... I w- definitely was not feeling it that day. <laughs> talking about Lubbock? Oh, that? Did you tell him about that? <laughs> Excuse me? Did you tell him about that? About I mean, your mom's? Huh? Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, yeah, check this shit out. <laughs> check, check, check this shit out. No, so, like, you know how um, you have... Uh, when your mom like has like a dream or something, yeah, she'll yeah, call she'll you call and her, yeah. Yeah. and then you had that kind of thing, yeah. vice versa. The other day, I've never had that with my parents. 
Um, and as soon no as soon as way. we go to Lubbock, my mom, she didn't directly tell me I had to find out from my sister. <laughs> okay, but still. But but still, she uh, she told my sister to pray for me because she felt like something was gonna happen. Oh, and man. so yeah. so he tells me this on the way to the new hotel. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to be completely fucking honest with you then. My fucking gut was screaming at me the entire time we were at that other. That's why I was so adamant. I was like, I'll fucking pay for it. I don't care. No, I thought it was like my dad instinct. But, dude, like I told you, the guy's fucking going in between our cars and looking in the windows. And I like and then you came out there and you were like, they parked up behind us and were fucking giving us a weird eye. And then the whole thing with the other dudes that were off in the corner, how they were kind of talking back and forth, talking shit to each other. Like. Something bad was going to happen, and we got the fuck out of there. And his mom, like that, when he told me that, I literally got full body chills. Of course, the safer hotel is the fucking haunted one. one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we left like a, like a, a, it was a fucking drugged in hotel. Motel. Motel, and then went to a haunted one, and we felt more safe in the haunted hotel than we did in the fucking motel. But yeah, dude, like it was like I didn't know y'all had those those feelings about dude, that. Dude, I That's like crazy. I I didn't want to sound like I was just being ridiculous, but then when he said that, I was like, all right, I'm gonna fucking come. Yeah, yeah and I was like, this and is. It was crazy because we were talking about like um, just like shit happening to us on the drive there. Yeah. Like that's yeah we we had a oh. lot of like conversations where I was like can we not because like we're <laughs> fucking in the middle oh on the way home we were in, literally we drove for like two hours with no phone service and he literally looks at me and, like thirty oh, minutes in he's fun. like hey wouldn't that be some shit if something like we got like a fucking broke down right yeah here. broke down and I'm like you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I kept checking. Like, did you see me? Every five minutes, I would look at my phone and then service. All right, call Ashley. Hey, we're like over here. Like, and then it would cut out. And then like, yeah, it was. Oh like, no. Yeah, it was. A, it um, was a whole thing. But. So y'all, y'all drove. Uh, just y'all two. I drove with Kyle and uh, Summer. Yeah. And uh, that they do have. Summer has a story about Creamer Creek. Oh, that's right. I forgot about um, that. Yeah, tell us real quick, and <clears throat> she would be able to tell it better than I could. But from what I remember, what we talked about is that she was driving on that same side uh-huh. um, towards the house. And saw something white run from, I want to say left to right, all the way through the gates, like like through didn't the hop it, through like the, straight. Yeah, just she said it was it. she was a human, like yeah, human humanoid form. figure. Yeah, yeah, like she could make out a yeah, like a humanoid figure yeah. exactly. Oh, she could make out the f- yeah, like yeah. it was something running, and, and it, it was like a white mist. Yeah, and it didn't jump over the fence like a deer would ran or something. Through that yeah, bitch, ran through it. That reminds me, like I, I mean, I have a like this is a con- interconnecting stories, like you know. Uh, terraform always says but you remember my story about the uh where the fucking ditch and the white yes hitting the wall yeah yeah. it's like basically they hit where the the end of their thing was and they would just and then it just come back again come back because i don't think it was hundreds of fucking ghosts i think it was like like four or five just keep (laughs) respawning and running back and yeah but like, yeah, it's very weird. Uh, that. That's fucking crazy. So they ran. Th- she, she she distinctly remembers them running through yeah. the fence. Yeah, she said through the fence. Oh, that's fucked. Yeah, very very creepy. Yeah, I'm glad that I finally got to hear that story because I remember y'all first mentioned that at the Bailey's ghost story. Yeah, uh-huh. y'all talked about it because remember we talked about how it went over and then y'all oh, were like, yeah, yeah. Like, dude, that's cr- that's <clears throat> creepy. Yeah. And the fact that it's white and you talk about that guy and he had a white shirt on. My initial thought when, when Kyle told us that story um, was that it, I was like, "Was it over by the graveyard over here?" Yeah, and and 
she said that it was it was in a different area. It was but, in this straightaway. Like this straightaway, like this right, straightaway. right by so your house. Right by where I saw the dude sitting. Bro, I'm telling. But like, I was gonna say, we need to we need to visit the. There's two graveyards. Next, like, oh, yeah, there's, there's within one on the, my road, within and the, there's one like two adjacent. miles. So, we need to take the rim pod and the fucking EMF. The one that's here. actually on my road, I think, is family owned. I want to say, oh, okay, I, I think, say. I, but I but, think you can still visit it. I mean, the one at the church is not. No, <laughs> I've wandered that one before. Yeah. Oh, you have? Yeah. Terrifying because it's on top of a hill. Yeah. Ooh, I'm down to go. Let's go. I had no no vibes about that one. I've had vibes there. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I I mean, I I give vibes any any time I go into a fucking graveyard. There's a, there's Even just, the the one in town. Really? Yeah. There's just an energy. I, I'll cut through that. that one sometimes if I need to get to a place quicker. Yo, I had a I had a story about uh, graveyards. Like uh, that, I found that I want. Oh, I think oh, like we could probably do a whole thing on graveyard yeah. shit. Yeah. All right, y'all ready to get to yeah, my so story? Let's get to your story. Terrifying. Okay, so what was the other thing that we pulled? We're jumping from? back into uh, poltergeist. Yeah, right? poltergeist. That's right. Yeah, Colby kind of gave his little like synopsis on that, um, and, <laughs> and like of. like it was like kind of like his own take on it that he that he heard from you know a uh, ghost adventures. That was that was uh, not this episode though. I just oh, think no. It, no, he just did it. The, yeah, I did a whole story. Oh, oh, wait, did you do a whole story? Yeah, he did a whole story, and the, the thing that you're talking about right From now is a complete episode. different oh, episode. Oh, okay, yeah. jeez. I don't even know what is today. <laughs> I don't even know what day it is. Um, yes, but I, <laughs> yes. I will. I will say I think, I think my uh, reasoning for poltergeist makes more sense in the yeah. like literal term yeah. of poltergeist because it's like uh, I think it's like German for angry something. I'll, I'll look it up. You go ahead. Okay. So I didn't want to do it on Poltergeist. Okay. I wanted to do it on Poltergeist. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. It was the movie. Ah. I don't know if you guys have heard the stories about the movie. I have not. Okay. So essentially they think that it's cursed. The movie itself. The cur- the movie is cursed. Not not cursed f- to the watcher, but cursed for all the people uh, that were in oh, it. Oh, like did things happen on set and stuff like Dude, that? Dude, a lot of shit happened. And that's what I'm going to go over is all of the different things that have are, happened. Are you going to cover like location of filming and stuff like that? Uh, not necessarily, no. Do you know if it was filmed like on a known haunted ground or something? No, but I think I know why it's haunted and you're going to find out and you're okay. going to laugh. Everyone's going to be like, what the fuck was this dude thinking? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. no. All right. <laughs> all right. You ready, idea. Colby? So this is the story of mm-hmm. the poltergeist curse. The set of the Poltergeist is considered one of the most notoriously bizarre Hollywood film productions of all time. It is also considered to be to have been cursed primarily because of what happened to so many of the stars after the movie hit theaters. And if I'm being honest, there are plenty of real-life scares to justify the film's status as a little more than fictional horror. Here are some of the most bizarre things that happened to the Poltergeist film family. We're going to start right off the bat with deaths we're gonna start strong perhaps the most talked about aspect of the poltergeist movie legend is that so many of its cast members including two of the child stars of the films died unexpectedly after the film was released Mm -hmm. and we're gonna go over the child the children's deaths the first happened the first that happened was uh dominique dune 
who portrayed Donna in the original film. She was strangled to death by her ex-boyfriend in the driveway of her home in 1982. She passed away five days later at the age of, tw- at the, at the age of 22. Uh, it was rumored that her friend, who was present during the argument that this happened, was listening to the Poltergeist soundtrack at the time to block out the noise of their quarreling. Hmm. <coughs> From what I understand, they, they quarreled a lot. Uh-huh. So it was one of those things like, they're fighting, I don't want to fucking listen to this. And but the Poltergeist soundtrack? Yeah, right? That's just, well, you know, it just came out. Uh, yeah, they were maybe hype about it. Yeah, like my friend's on the movie. Okay. <laughs> I can justify that. Then, in 1988, child star Heather O'Rourke died at the age of 12 from cardiac arrest after experiencing septic shock from a congenital bowel obstruction. Jesus. Yeah. Jesus. She had just completed filming on the third installment of the Poltergeist franchise a few months before her unexpected death, but the film had yet to be released at the time of her passing. God, could you imagine going out like that? That, no. that okay. fucking sucks. So, it's not just the first movie. No, it's all it's of them. The ser- oh, God, including the remake. Really? Yes. That's so interesting. Although other cast members would later die from other natural causes, the deaths of the film's two young actresses caused many to think that their involvement with the movie had something to do with their sad and untimely deaths. Creepy, right? <laughs> Here is some other stuff that's happened. Accidents that almost cost one of the kids' lives. Mm-hmm. He's actually one of the main characters. Before Dune and Ulrich's deaths, there uh, was another strange incident which nearly claimed the life of one of the Freeling children off screen. Actor Olive Robbins, who portrayed the middle Freeling child, Robbie, was strangled by the very animatronic clown that famously tormented his character in the film. (laughs) If it weren't for producer Steven Spielberg saving him, he probably would have died that day. That is wild. As Robbins recalled, the way they shot the sequence, they didn't really have the special effects the way they do today. So the clown doll had this extended arm, and they had me act backwards in a tight, confined space under the bed. It was then that the doll's arm began to essentially tighten around his neck, choking him. The contraption caught around my neck. Steven saw that, probably in the video assist deck. And he pulled me away from it. Who knows what might have happened otherwise. It was very fast. Maybe I wouldn't be here today. (laughs) Steven Spielberg, a hero. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) What do you got against Steven? (laughs) You'll find out. Oh, oh, (laughs) Um, okay, okay. Actor from the original movie was in a plane crash. This shit blows my mind. As if the cast of fatalities and near-death experiences weren't already a lot, actor Richard Lawson was in a plane crash in 1992 that claimed the lives of 27 of the 51 passengers on board, including the person who was in his original seat on the flight. Yo, pause. There were 27 passengers on my story. 27 of the 51 died. Yeah, but, but you still said 27. Oh, still. That's <laughs> weird. Enough, we're making connections here, right? But check this out. Lawson said he was gifted first class seats after giving a fan his autograph, and the seat switch ended up saving his life. The man has to feel some fucking guilt. The person who was in his seat died. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's crazy, dude. The story alone might seem like a mere coincidence, <laughs> but with the amount of. Uh, cast eerie experiences many think this is yet another event caused by the poltergeist curse Hmm. so here's the next one honestly old steven might have taken being authentic a little too far 
There is a scene when the Freeling mom is thrown into a muddy pool and all these corpses start to float to the surface around her, scaring the shit out of her. If you have seen that part, you might have thought her reaction seemed super realistic and there is a reason for that. Spielberg famously opted to use real human remains as props for that scene, which some might believe at least have been like a partial source for the reason why the film is cursed. Yum. Check this out. Actress uh, Joe Beth Williams, who played Miss Freeling, Freeling, Mm -hmm. even confirmed as much during her uh, Reddit AMA, writing that she originally thought the skeletons were props and come to find out they were not. That is insane. (laughs) It's it's kind of metal, if you ask me. Right? (laughs) There's a famous picture of her, like, coming up out of the mud, and, like, there's, like, a corpse, like, right there, and she's screaming, and that's a real fucking skeleton. So I might do a little more research on that, just because I want to know if she knew... She did the uh, moment that she saw them is like like these are real or like was uh, after the fact. I've read told, I've yeah, read that it, she but, didn't know, and yeah. then they told her after the scene was done, yeah. and then I've read that she did know, and then, but they told her right when she was about to do it. And, and then, so, oh, okay, yeah. And then on top of that, they should have told her know, from the beginning. Right. Like, that would have gotten a better reaction. Yeah. Right. On, on top of that, I wonder if she knew that there was going to be corpses in the scene with her, or if she just was going to oh, be. Oh, yeah. if they just like just let like, him hey, come you're going to have a mud scene, and you're going to be yeah. splashing around, right. and they didn't say like, hey, there's going to be corpses as well. Like you know, it gives gives a more genuine reaction. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. She, the, she's like prop corpses, right? Yeah, right, <laughs> right, Steven. Like, yeah, 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 totally. What the fuck? Yeah, who in the mud? Apparently, you can <laughs> buy human remains for, especially for movies at a very cheap price. Oh, yeah. I got Didn't like that. a freezer full of them. Yeah, right. Oh, that's crazy. But that okay, you got move. those for free. That was that last Shh, Saturday. The cost oh, was yeah. continue. Anyways, um, some of the actors experience hauntings in their own homes. Williams experienced a series of frights in her temporary home during production on the first version of the Poltergeist. One reoccurring incident was that a picture in her apartment wall kept shifting while she was while she left to shoot the movie. Essentially, she would straighten it, leave, mm-hmm. come home, and the picture would be turned one way or the other. Yeah. James Kahn, who was a, who was novelizing the movie, also experienced some weird happenings when a lightning bolt struck his building as he was finishing up the project. And in front of his air, in the front of his air conditioned unit, blew across the room and struck him in the back. <laughs> if that's not bananas <laughs> enough, not, why is that funny? <laughs> if that's not bananas enough, after that, the lights came back on and his video game started playing by itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, director Gil Kanan had the closest experience to a normal haunt, though. He wrote talking about the 2015... He was the one who did the 2015 remake. Okay. He wrote talking about the 2015 remake that the house he rented for production was the site of some minor inexplicable phenomena, like lights flickering on and off for no reason and other equipment only working in certain portions of the property. I used a lot of aerial drone photography in the film, and the drone pilots were never able to lock in the GPS signal in this field. We would have to move 10 feet away to launch the craft. His personal experience is even more creepy, though. He wrote, The house that I rented during the film was straight-up legit haunted by a female spirit dressed in black, and I became aware of her within the first few days of staying in the house. And only after I left did I receive a call from the previous owner who had moved back in who was terrified by the goings-ons, going-ons in the house and wanted to see if I had experienced any of it as well. She definitely was there. I, it didn't follow me back to Los Angeles, but it followed me from set back to where I was sleeping during filming. Huh. So essentially, he thinks that 
whatever was dealing with on the set came with him back to that rent house. Yeah. And they didn't experience that before he was there. And then when he left, all of a sudden they had the light flickering and all of that weird shit. Yeah. Other weird things to note. Poltergeist 2 star Will Sampson, who was a real-life shaman and portrayed Taylor, the medicine man in the sequel, performed an actual exorcism on the set of the film to rid the site of alien spirits. He died a little over a year after the film's release from complicated complications associated with heart and lung transplant. During the film of Poltergeist 3, actress Zelda Rubinstein was troubled by a photographic light blur that occurred during a photo session of the actress, leading her to believe that the pic was taken at the exact moment her mother passed away. Hmm. Lastly, the production of Part 3 had an explosive accident. A garage that was to be used for filming caught fire after plastic fake ice poured onto prop car prop cars igniting into flames and injured three crew members the cause of the mishap was unexplained since the crew on set were amply prepared to pull off the shot correctly when they began working that night do you believe the film is our cursed yes now that i've heard that that's all i got in my mind uh props to grunge.com slash bizarre things happened Bizarre things happened set Poltergeist. <laughs> That's where I got all my info I think from. I'm going to be watching the Poltergeist movie tonight. Before yeah. I so I think the only thing I heard from that was the the flight thing. You think where, where he switched out? Seats. Yeah, that shit was crazy, right? You checked out for the rest of it? No, 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 no. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> oh, I'm talking about like... <laughs> <laughs> the only thing yeah, I heard no, was the flight thing. I didn't listen to a single fucking word after that, no. <clears throat> I get what you mean. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's it's very creepy. Yeah, dude, it's nuts. And that's not the only film. Uh, I think, um, was it Juan? It's the, the. It's pronounced Jumanji. No, Juan. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, the ring. Yeah. Oh, Juan, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. the Japanese, right. the original yes, version. Yeah. Apparently that set was super fucking haunted because they filmed it in a hotel and it turns out that they ended up having to make. I don't know if it was exactly that film. I know it was a Japanese film. They had, they ended up having to leave the hotel and make props of it because it, they had so much shit happening. Too many things. And they were like, we can't fucking film here. Like, if <laughs> nothing is working properly. That's and so insane. they made the sets, and then the sets were haunted. Like, the chick almost dies on one of the sets. Like, because, you know, they just basically, had, it was like a cutout of a part of the hotel yes, yeah. that they would recreate. And she almost died on that, too. Hmm. And then there's a movie that I used to have. It's called Death Tunnel. And it's about an actual insane asylum where they had a death tunnel. They basically had, uh, I think it was like, uh, like yellow fever or something. They had an outbreak and they didn't want everyone to find out of all the patients that were dying. Mm. And so they had a tunnel built that was a death chute that literally a dude would take the bodies down and throw the bodies onto a fucking train and the mm-hmm. train would cart the bodies off so that they wouldn't get shut down. Um, <laughs> Good business. <bro. laughs> yeah. Multiple people, like uh, multiple people died there for other reasons. Like uh, one lady, she was uh, fucking around with the warden and uh, she got pregnant and killed herself, jumped off the, f- the, yeah. yeah, that happens a lot by the way. Didn't know that. Um, and uh, stuff like that. And they filmed there. <laughs> And they ended up like a lot of the ghost, a lot of the ghost (laughs) noises and stuff that they use in the film. Some of them they picked up while filming, like their uh, EVPs or top tier. Yeah, it's fucking (laughs) like background noise. Yeah, like it's it's crazy. Like there's this girl that plays with a ball. 
like if you get the movie like on dvd they have a special features where they show all of the shit that they caught they show uh on-set photos where there's fucking full-fledged white specter standing there in a field (laughs) like all this crazy shit and yeah (laughs) and they filmed it at the actual location of Mm -hmm. the actual place and it's it's pretty crazy it's a straight b film but it's actually really good like it's really good have y'all seen the whaling no but i've heard of that so uh they they made a bunch of uh props like um like witchy props Mm -hmm. for like scenes of uh basically there's a, a big scene where an entire like house is turned into um the place where the evil entity is doing the shit from uh-huh. and uh apparently the shit that they created they 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 didn't find it and used it they created it yeah and they said that they had a uh, weird shit happen to the people who like disposed of that oh yeah. shit and this is a like total korean um film okay like, all i korean thought so. cast, I cast thought so. and crew and like they said that after after filming and they like took all the props and mm-hmm. put them somewhere they some weird shit started happening mm, i believe it i mean you're it's same I thing mean, we're doing here we're inviting things in yeah that's literally what it is like yeah like just Trying because it's a, a story just because it's a prop doesn't mean anything like it's yeah. still a it's or still an upside makes, down cross it's still an it's still a pentagram it's yeah. still this it's still a ouija board. you that, know like that it makes it, me think of one of the conjurings where they find the the horcrux or whatever you want to call it the yeah. little thing that they made that yeah. that they had to make it the most recent yeah. one right this is it the most recent yeah. i don't remember yeah uh, they had they had to make they had it had to make yeah, it yeah, yeah exactly yeah. Like, whether it's proper or not it's you're, you're emulating the shape yeah, and, stuff. yeah. <laughs> and that's like i think that it's the symbol that means yeah, the, more yeah. than than what i'm what sure the material is like you know like may, yeah. you got to do this this and this to have the, it do a thing but yeah. you're still you're trying to do it yeah, and so you're welcoming it in regardless. Yeah. That's crazy, though. I kind of want to watch that. Is it on, like, Netflix or anything? The Wailing? Yeah. I believe it's on Hulu. Hulu? I could okay, be wrong. Okay. I got that Hulu. I got that Hulu hookup. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> er, My guy? Actually, no. They probably took it off because uh, it did get, like, a lot of flack for being so kind of gory, I guess. Mm. Oh, really? I don't know. Oh, that's but, but you could find it. You could definitely you find, find, find yeah. it online. I've watched it on, like, the... The free websites. Oh, yeah, the free movie websites. Uh, hey, we got him. <laughs> he just admitted to it. <laughs> Cops are on their way. Yep. You wouldn't. I'm just kidding. I pay, I pay for Netflix. <laughs> I'll do that. Wee. Oh, Dude, this, this is, is good. good I, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed my thing. It was kind of like I wanted to do something. It was a welcomed palate cleanser for me yeah. after think, reliving that whole thing. Yeah, I bet you did. And then your shit fucking overproduced my guy. <laughs> It was great. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> it was good. Too bad the real. ghost had to fuck it up. Yeah, and then the weird audio sounds. We're going to have to go back and check that out. That's interesting. I honestly, I'm sorry, but same. technology is not the same as it is, and our phones would not make the fucking shit to do that. It was the same oh. sound that my phone made when I went into the tiny room. <gasps> it is the same sound. Dude. But that's also whenever you think that, of that's audio. Just, yeah, that's just incorrect. Audio. Like noise. Yeah, it's always gonna it's be. It's an audio it's, connection. Uh, I'm telling you, dude, yeah. it's fucking ghosts. <laughs> well, no, but like the actual sound is just like connection of audio yeah. isn't there. It's just Wait, it's the same. Hold sound. on, is the poster fucking propped up onto the ceiling? Yes, I okay, did. I was about to say that shit is standing straight <laughs> yeah. up on its own. Yeah, no. That freaked <laughs> me out for a second. 
Um, <laughs> oh man! <laughs> all right. So we changed up um, Stephen Alexander a little bit. Yeah. We're not going to be drawing two anymore. We'll be doing one, we'll and it'll be one. a story for next time. Yeah. yeah. And so, if we want to add stuff now. So since okay. I guess I did, well, we both we both did. So Colby, yeah. you draw. Yeah, you got to draw. And well, that's where we're going to start it. We're starting it from the middle. So whatever rotation, left or right, whichever one okay. you guys want to do. That's the worst. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> we you, could go, you could go either way. <laughs> but but um, yeah. while he's opening that up, um, please I go. Him. Uh, please time. go uh, check out uh, our buddies in Terraform Podcast and yeah, uh, Dark Hour weird. Podcast. Dark Hour Podcast actually just did a doll episode as well. And theirs is fucking awesome. They talked about a doll that I hadn't heard of. I can't remember what it was called. Um, they talked about Robert, they talked about Annabelle, and then they talked about another one. And I don't remember. Yeah, I have to go back to Yeah, but uh, it was creepy. Uh, so, yeah, not only did we do a doll episode, but then I listened to that because, you know, you got sports friends. And I was like, like, I can't fucking get away from this bullshit. And then I also had to edit. Yeah, and then I come here and fucking Elvira is still sitting where you left her. But, um, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely go check them out. They're awesome people. Um, and then also check out our buddies in Terraform podcast. They just released an episode about how to uh, mm-hmm. unhaunt your house and that. stuff, which is actually it was a beefy episode. Too. Yeah, yeah, it was a beefy episode, and it was pretty. You know, I'm. You know, I never start thought about measures. Well, the one thing for me was the sage thing. <laughs> I like to, I needed to do the opposite of that. You need to invite them all in. Yeah, the yeah. one thing for me was the sage thing. I didn't think about how. Like they talked about mass production, like it's not the same. Like I didn't think about that. Like I thought it was all the same, and it's like no, you should be buying from mm, like actual like indigenous people because they're the ones that actually like you know do it and stuff. And I just thought that was really interesting. Is never something that I thought of, you yeah. know. Um, and then you uh, something there you go. Yeah, so you know those are definitely some uh, podcasts you can check out. You know, in between our episodes, and uh, we appreciate you guys listening. Please uh, check out. Uh, check us out everywhere, you know, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. This is where those episodes will be. YouTube, if you want to check out, you know, the videos, please, you know, like, subscribe, comment. We do need fan stories. We have a link tree that you can go to to uh, get an email that you could send your own stories to. And we'll, we'll read them on here. Like, mm-hmm. we, we want stories to be able to talk about, you know. So, And if you don't think it's long enough or good enough of a story... I, I'm I'm learning now that I'm really enjoying writing these. Yeah. My last two, I'm really good at it. I too. might continue to do it with with upcoming ones. Uh, so if you feel like it's not good enough or it's not long enough, we can work through emails to yeah, make it. Yeah, it's kind of like scared to death does that too, right? They'll yeah, kind of like yeah. yeah, flesh it out and make it like you know get the point across that you're exactly, trying to get yeah. and also make it you know interesting, yeah, and enjoyable and enjoyable, digestible. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so please do that, you know. And uh, yeah, um, what story did you get? Motherfucking oh, skinwalker. No, dude. <laughs> Damn, we just went through. Do you want to draw again, or do you feel no, like? No, no. We can, there's uh, so yeah, many skinwalker stories true, we can talk true. about. There's no personal ones. Uh, I mean, that one, if you want to call that a. Yeah, like, that's true. That's <laughs> the closest thing I could think to uh, being a skinwalker. All right. So next one is gonna be. Is, are we all gonna do it, or is someone gonna take it? it I don't know. I, I think someone should take it. Um, I, can, I can do another one. How about how about how about we do two different types of like lore from it? That's fine with me. Because I know that there are people that think skinwalkers are, are aliens. Gonna do one? <laughs> are y'all gonna both do one? 
I'll do one for sure. Oh, then I'm not, then we might, uh, might as well. Okay. I know that one. some people think they're aliens. Some people think that they're like, yeah, there's, there's a lot to learn about. Them yeah. Too. So like enough. if you guys, we can talk about it later and just see who wants to do what and like yeah. do research into that. Well, that's cool. All right. So we're going to get skinwalkers. I don't like that. It was skinwalker though. Like we just talked about it. And yeah. then out here. <laughs> you're like, I got away from my story. I got it out. What and now you're going to have to like revisit that shit. <laughs> there's like, a puppy like, story in there and we puppies? haven't got it yet. There's not a puppy story. I feel like there is a horror story of puppies. Oh, probably, but I would I would like it more as a. You know, there's a fucking there's a there's a scary movie that's about fucking goats. Fucking goats. No, oh my god! Oh my god! Don't. (laughs) I thought you were gonna say canceled. Canceled. (laughs) I thought you were gonna say there's a story about cancel worthy animals in a cemetery. Oh, like pet cemetery. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Straight up. But all right, guys, thank you so much for listening to us. We are Dead Reflections Podcast, and, uh, you know, it's crazy. We're on episode eight. We're almost at ten, dude. Yeah. We should do something on ten. Gotta celebrate. Is that going to land on celebrate, a... Celebrate. Uh, celebrate. No, it'll be... live stream. No, that'll be the no, on stream. Yes, yeah. Uh, you know what? Maybe we'll just save it. We'll just won't do one. No, we can't do that. <laughs> yeah. We can celebrate the tenth one live or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we do, do we'll just do a double streams. live. Yeah, yeah, we'll just do a double live. So the tenth episode will be a live stream on Twitch. We'll uh, figure it out. Don't set it in stone yet. Okay, well, we won't set it in stone yet. Let's figure it out. Let's make sure we can do it. And but we'll it's a possibility. Sorted. There we but, go. But uh, please, you know, uh, share our podcast with uh, fellow horror lovers. Tell your family. Tell your friends. Tell your monsters under your bed about Dead Reflections podcast. Thank you, guys, and have a spoopy night.